This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the offseason, the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. Now let's look ahead to this Arizona game. Uh, I went back last night because nothing's on TV and I'm tired of watching Yankee games and watched the full <laughs> Cardinal commander game again. Obviously, like I watch TV with like a million TVs, but you know what I mean? When you're focused on the game that has sound or whatever, I had nothing betting on the game. I had nothing on Washington, Arizona. So I wanted to go back and watch. Arizona's a really bad football team. By the way, I also walked away from that thinking the Giants better beat the commanders twice as well because I don't think Sam Howell is very good at all. Um, I think a lot of people were stunned that they led it points in that game or had led it that game. And, you know, how the heck was Washington trailing? I think you're going to find out pretty soon Washington's not that good. The Giants do have a talent, I believe, more talent than Washington. But that's for another day. Hmm. Arizona, their sacks were more Sam Howell didn't know what the heck he was doing, more so than their pass rush getting after it. Um, This is a defense, other than Buda Baker, that seems to be lacking – this is not the kind of defensive front that Dallas prevented where they should be totally screwing up the Giants' offensive line. Um, I don't care about Daniel Jones's passing stats right now. I don't care that he only threw 15 touchdowns last year. I care that the Giants don't lose this game. And if to save face with the offensive line problems right now, it means they run the ball 50 times in this game between Jones and Barkley, and they don't score a single touchdown and it's a field goal fest and they walk out of the win, that is fine. The Giants need to accept in this game with the injuries potentially with Thomas, if you have to muck this game up, Pat, muck it up, just win it. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You know, remember that game last season against the Jaguars where they ran power eight straight times? Yeah. And it was just behind Azudu, the guards pull or Azudu pulling from the left to the right. And it was like, wait a second, we're not doing a lot well, but we're doing this and they can't stop it. And I think that's what this game should be. I totally agree with you. I think. Uh, the way the Dallas defense and special teams kind of overwhelmed the Giants offense in week one. I think Dexter Lawrence, Wink Martindale in the defense. I think Brian Dable should let them go win this game for them in Arizona. The offense's job should be to not screw it up. No turnovers, run the ball, protect your quarterback, protect your offensive line from itself and manage the game. Unfortunately, Sean, you don't you don't want that to again be the way they have to win every week like last year because yeah. you want to see progress. But for this week, for this game, you're absolutely right. It's not about Daniel Jones earning the $40 million contract this week, right? It's about right. winning the damn game. And no doubt. Because the season, like you said earlier, the season's over if they start 0 3. Right. Worry and about opening up the offense the more the season goes on. 
And, and by the way, I might have a different opinion on this if Andrew Thomas was 100% healthy. Like, this really keeps going back to him. I know he's been a big talking point. Yeah. But if Andrew Thomas was full bore, not an injury at all, I'd still be worried about the right side of the line. But I'd trust that they figure out a way to scheme it and get Hyatt involved, get Waller involved. But, it, it, you know, if you just simply can't have the reliable Andrew Thomas at left tackle, you can't be dropping back 35 times in this game. And if and if listening to this, like you said, we're recording on Thursday morning. So I would say, Giants fans, if Andrew Thomas, he did not practice Wednesday. If he doesn't practice on Thursday as well, to me, that would say he's likely not playing because, like I said, he plays through a lot. And my guess is that he'll try to test it on this Thursday as we talk, sit here. And listening to him, it sounded like he's leaning towards possibly not playing. But uh, that, that's my just educated guess at the moment. Now, here's what's weird about that. I would think that Andrew Thomas has had a point in his career, and NFL players get to this point where if you're banged up during the week, you could miss practice all week and go out and play. And you don't think Thomas could be at that point where, it, hey, it's going to get better by Saturday, Sunday, and go out and play? I would think at this point he's already now gotten the loaded contract I, I don't know. Knowing the team needs him, I, why why abort ship because you didn't practice Thursday? Well, just because it would be – this is something, talking to him, it's something he needs to feel okay about. So he needs to do what he would do in a game enough to say, okay, I mm-hmm. can do it. So that could be limited in practice on Friday, play Sunday. Right. I just don't – because of the nature of the injury, yeah. I would not expect it to be don't practice, don't practice, don't practice, play. Okay. So he, in, in other words, you, I mean, they're so thin anyway. You don't even think there's a scenario where if he didn't practice all week, he goes out and warm up some Sunday, they make him active. He tries to get through as much as he can. And if then, if he has to bail, he bails, you don't think they'd go that route? Well, that, that That's, I mean, that's, that's possible, but even that I would think he would have to actually go against. So for example, when we were leaving practice on Wednesday, mm-hmm. they actually were doing one-on-ones like they do in training camp. You know, they were putting the right. defensive line against the O lineman one on one in training camp. Um, and that was interesting because it was like, we're getting back to basis because we can't block anybody. Those are the kind of things Andrew, I think, would need to do compared to just gotcha. setting a couple times on the field with nobody pushing him. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I don't think it would be like just a warm up Sunday and play. I do think, Sean, that Andrew's the kind of guy who could try to give it a go, be in uniform. Right. And then let's see how far he can push it. But yeah. again, again, like you said earlier too, you got that break between weeks three and four and he's so important because your depth at that position is horrendous. So you can't risk a long-term thing here either. It's, it's really a tough decision. It honestly. is Be- with him more than any other player on the team. And this includes Daniel Jones, because whatever you still have Tyrod Taylor, not that he's great. And I wouldn't want to lose Daniel Jones or anything like that. Uh, even Saquon Barkley, like, all right, let's see what Gray and Brita has for a game. Andrew Thomas is the one unlosable player on this team where I mean, it's the Arizona stinking Cardinals. And Pat, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here. Should they, in theory, beat the Cardinals without Andrew Thomas? Yeah. But, like, I don't know how you feel confident about that at all. <laughs> at I, all. I'm with you. Well, I, I, I talked to some people in Washington you're right. There were a couple of those sacks. Sam Howe was like, what are you doing? Right. But the Washington did um, come out of that game saying, even though Arizona's D-line and pass rush is not, like you said, it's not the Cowboys. And really, it's probably one of the worst in the league. Right. 
but it was better than they expected. They were more right. difficult to handle than they expected. So is this a much worse team than the Giants just faced? Yes. Are they uh, total trash and their Giants O-line is going to push them around? No. Right. And especially, listen, I really like John Michael Schmitz, but he's still a rookie learning. And his snaps so, were horrendous the other night. Yeah. And so, you you know, like you said, even though you think it's going to go maybe one way and you're encouraged by what you think the Cardinals are going to be, can you sit here and say definitively, John Michael Schmitz is going to dominate their nose tackle? No, right. I mean, no, you can't. You got to see him do it. And Sean, honestly, I think that's the best thing Dable's team can do is go into this game recognizing you're not better than the Cardinals yet. Right. And that that's probably difficult for them to stomach. And I would guarantee you most of them will refuse to even think that way. Right. Yeah. But that's where they're at right now. They haven't scored a point. The Cardinals scored 16 against Washington. And obviously the, we've talked a lot about offense, but I do want to spin this into the defense in this game. Yeah. I know that everybody was open for fire from giant fans and, and media alike after you lose 40, nothing. I kind of wiped the slate clean on the defense and gave them a borderline pass for the game because, frankly, I, I mean, by the time the defense felt like they were playing a meaningful snap, the game was over. Now, they did hold the Cowboys to those two field goals that kept it within 19. You yeah. know, they were playing that bend but don't break, and then they came out and they got punched in the mouth to start the second half. But I don't know if guys quit. I don't want to say it like that. But bottom line is this. I walked away from Sunday going, I don't know about the defense. I'm really angry about the offense and special teams. This game in this spot, I don't think that the offense is going to put the you know the, the game and the special teams, the game down 14 nothing before you can blink. The defense has to rise to the occasion. That yeah. means Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari, Dexter Lawrence, and Leonard Williams absolutely eating up front. Make Josh Dobbs have to panic. Um, this should not be a game that you're worried that you have two rookie corners out there. By the way, Deontay Banks, let's see him off the cramps. It's out in Arizona. Can you play a full game here? Uh, yeah. Trey Hawkins can't be grabbing, ripping people down. I didn't think it was terrible by him the whole game, but pass interference as rookies are going to happen. Uh, McKinney played well. Okereke had a play. Even Jordan Riley had a play. The defense here, Pat, you can't be giving up more than 14 points to the Arizona Cardinals Sunday. You just cannot do that. Right, and you, I think you're right that – like I thought Dexter, I know no Giants fans want to hear somebody played well in the Dallas game because really it was a team-wide letdown. Right. But I thought Dexter Lawrence was ready to play in that game, Sean. I mean, I, I saw him pushing the pocket several times. I saw Leonard Williams pushing the pocket yeah. several times. The guy that I need to see more from immediately is Kayvon. Yeah, I, I know on. that was a talking point. No doubt about it. Tyron Smith shut him down. No doubt. Yeah, like he's got to, you know, he's got to be. And, and listen, it doesn't have to be sacks. It could be. Like at times last year, just he was their stoutest run defender. He yeah. even did it in the preseason at times. You can't disappear. Uh, Bobby Okereke, you know, forces that fumble on the, at the, I think it was their drive at the beginning of the second half. It was like the last gasp of yeah. the entire Giants team, it, I, it just, you know, like, but he also, that worried me. He like overran one, uh, one of Pollard's yeah. touchdowns really badly. I think, I think you're right though. I think, first of all, the defense has to win this game. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, they are proud um, as players and as a unit, and they're not going to say it or throw the offense under the bus. But I do think there has to be an element. Like if I were Dexter Lawrence right now, I'd be saying, I'm not going to judge myself off that Dallas game at all. Yeah, And I'm going to show everybody in Arizona that we are a team that can win because of us. And I, right. you know, I think the Giants best chance to win this game 
is by riding them there. I am concerned that Aziz Ojolari has a hamstring now. Poor guy told me at the beginning of the year that the magic number for him was 17. Like his goal was to play 17 right. games, got a hamstring injury going into week two. Um, they're also listing Deontay Banks with a calf now. It doesn't say cramps. It says calf, which Great. I do not like. Great. Okay. And you hit it on, on it with the offensive line and Thomas, but we could say it about the defense too, Sean, is that yes, their team looks more talented on paper. Like you said, you think they're more talented than Washington, but they still don't have depth at a lot of key spots. Even yeah. if, you know, they don't have top end talent at some key spots, but they don't have depth. And so if you, let's say Aziz has to come out of that game, let's say banks can't play half the game. Like these are not small losses. Yeah. Um, and I will say oh. you just, sorry, go ahead. No, and I was going to say when you're when you're saying if Aziz has to come out of the game, I was just going to bring up too Isaiah Simmons versus the team that basically ditched him. Can he wreak a little havoc in the backfield in this game? Yeah, uh, I was disappointed in my man Isaiah. He did not yeah. go for the jugular when I went to his locker uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Wednesday. I know he has a chip on his shoulder with the Cardinals, but he clearly did his media training this week and was smiling and saying it's just another game and all that stuff. Um, that you know, I think. Um, I think that's an exciting element of this game is how badly he's going to want to stick it to them. Like he told us right when he got to New York, like, we'll see if I was worth more than a seventh. Right. Um, right. So we know, we know what he's thinking. Um, and you know, yes, I think he could create some havoc, but I do think he's a rotational player still like Micah McFadden. I actually liked how he played in the first game. I kind of um, did too. I know it, yeah. it's funny, right? Like, you know, yeah, 10 there tackles. were a couple of plays where it just, he's making clean tackles. Like, that's what yep. you're looking for out of that second inside linebacker. Ten right. tackles, clean tackles. He's a little faster the ball. He had a nice right. tackle on a, uh, I think it was a punt return. Yep. Um, where he just like buried the guy. Um, you know, so there are things to be encouraged about. But Sean, I will say this, and you alluded to this very quickly, but now, like you said, you don't want to use the word quit, but there is no doubt that team took its foot off the gas for Brian Dable in that game against the Cowboys really from the late second quarter on. And there was one play that bothered me the most. It was Kevante Turpin's seven yard, I think touchdown run in the fourth quarter. There were about three defenders who looked to me like they did not seek yep. contact with the ball. Like a Dory was one of them, by the way, I saw Simmons pass the ball. I saw um, McKinney, I think did one of those flybys where he's like, he's in the play, but not at the right. ball. And um, I heard Carl Banks say this on his podcast that Aziz got blocked by a wide receiver on that play. Oh. And so these are the things, Sean, where it's like I can sit here and say Dexter and Micah McFadden impress me or, you know, we can agree on that. But if you're Wink Martindale, you're standing in that room going, screw this. Right. Right. This is not good enough. Right. Well, a lot of pressure. There'll be no look. You give him a pass for one week. You don't give him a pass versus. Uh, maybe the worst team in football this week. So with that, Pat, at the end of every show, uh, heading into a game week, we'd like to give a game pick. And I do a little thing called fantasy versus reality, which is I give a fantasy play for the day. Nothing was going to hit last week when they had zero points. <laughs> uh, and then the reality of what we think the game comes down to. So follow my lead and then, uh, you know, we'll go with that. Cool. My fantasy play for this game has to be Saquon Barkley because I think the Giants are going to have no choice but to let this feel a lot like the Chicago game a year ago where it's Saquon, 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 Saquon. Get out of there. Um, look, do the Giants score a touchdown? This guy? I can't believe that's the bar we're setting because I'm fine <laughs> with like a few field goals. But like, I hope. And if they do, the chances are it's because they've run the ball down the throat and given it to Saquon Barkley. And the reality of the game is 
win it ugly. I don't care. It doesn't have to be 38-7. You don't have to get it all back because you lost 40-0. Just win the game. Calm everything down and get to the Seattle game at 1-2. and two. It's a long season, but you cannot let the winlesses, you know, linger on and afford to lose a game like this to Arizona. So with that, my game pick, it's ugly. It's mucky. I think the Giants win this game 19-6. to six. There we go, Pat. Beautiful. Love that score. <laughs> I love that score. Yep. Um, I will take, okay, my fantasy pick. I agree, 25-plus carries for Saquon is on the table. I'll take the Giants' defense as the play. And then if you Ooh. want a position player, like a sleeper position player, Paris Campbell, I think when Mike Kafka and Brian Dable sit back and look at week one, you remember late in the second quarter, like you said, it was like all of a sudden they started giving Waller the ball and he yep. started looking kind of good. Uh, they started giving Campbell a target or two. I think they're going to come back and say, wait a second, we used this guy as a decoy. He looked like he was going to be a huge part of our offense in camp, and then we barely gave him the ball at all. I like Paris Campbell number zero to maybe pop a little bit for the Giants on offense. Okay. I, um, I'm i going to go ugly as well. I'm going to go Giants 17, Cardinals 16. Giants Ooh. barely escaped by the skin of their teeth with a much-needed victory.